0: Welcome back, everyone, to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul the Shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. I have my good friend and colleague with me here today. His name is Eric Dodge. Eric is a singer, he is a speaker, he's an author. How far should we go, Eric? Hey, I think
1: that's far enough. You've that's done good. it all, dude. You're living the I, dream. I don't want to have to live up to too much. Too much <laughs>
0: expectations here. <so. laughs> Not too well. You're, you're pretty much a regular guy.
1: Hell yeah! Thank, thank you for having
0: me. This is awesome. You know what? In the in the introduction uh, that just played as we were coming on, it says, uh, "Ordinary people doing extraordinary things," and that's kind of how it shakes down. You know, I I used to look at people who were. Uh, you know, performing or speaking or writing books, <laughs> and I thought, oh, you know, they're some kind of uh, special person. They're lucky or something. I, I've realized they're just normal people.
1: Yes, and very much. Once the more we're involved in that, the more we see that. I mean, I it's very ordinary people doing. I mean, I think anybody can do it. Honestly, I feel like in some ways. So,
0: well, because it's about principle, right? Right. It's about these natural laws that always work, that are always on, and anyone can apply those principles, but we get in our own way sometimes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> you know, Eric, I've been reading your book, and folks, this uh, by the way, for those of you who are listening uh, to Live On Purpose Radio, we do have a video capture of my conversation here today with Eric. If you want to see the Why Not Today t-shirt and the black cowboy hat. <laughs> Uh, that's where you go to Live On Purpose TV at, uh, at YouTube, and you're going to find us there. So just for those of you who want the visuals, um, <laughs> Eric, I've been reading your book. Thank you. And it's it says the same thing that your t-shirt says today, Why Not Today? Right. I'm going to let you roll with that for just a minute. Talk about your title. Talk about the idea behind this book and why you wrote it
1: it's there's so much to that it's hard to describe it all uh you know i got approached years ago as i just after i had started to become a professional singer Mm -hmm. after i'd gone to nashville and made my first album Mm -hmm. i got approached by a lady that i had met in a tv studio and she she was became a great friend of mine named the fly lady and she's her name's marla silly she's a best-selling author Mm -hmm. she has one of the largest groups she has a huge Facebook page now with over you know, almost 500,000 people on it
0: I still got to get her on the show Eric maybe she you can hook yeah us you up. should she's
1: got a great story herself it's just amazing yes. talk about living on purpose but yeah uh, you know she had I was putting together a music album and she heard well, me sing and she said you know I, after we had left she, I got this phone call and she was asking me hey I got this song that's gonna go on this album and for some reason it's just your song you need to sing it it's your song. And I'm like, okay, well, well, let's hear more about this. And she says, well, it's called Why Not Today, and I just picture you singing it, and it, you know, it was written for her. This song was written for Fly Lady to be put on a CD by Amy Lacey, who has also become a great friend of mine and co-writer, uh-huh. an amazing songwriter, and she wanted me to sing this song. And so I did. I recorded it. I started traveling with her, singing it in her speeches and her shows, which is where I first got introduced to keynote speaking and Being on the big stage with Mm -hmm. all these people and things like that. It was really a neat experience. And that's where the Why Not Today first became a thing Mm -hmm. for me. It was a song, and it grew into a a best-selling album, which grew into a message because the song was my message, and my message was my song. It was all the same thing Mm -hmm. about living the life of your dreams today. You have the power. Nobody else has the power. That's the basic message behind that song. And so the book became was born just this year with the story of my life and how I got to where I'm at living the principles of why not today. So it's kind of a lot to that story. There's a lot of elements. It's hard to describe it all, but that's, that's sort of the quick version of it.
0: (laughs) Well, you're the only one with the power to do it, but also today's the only day you got.
1: Right. Right. And I, I find myself living in the past a lot and dreaming about the future a lot. And that makes me become very uh, stagnant, Mm. very, uh, uh, procrastinating all the time, and if you can just stop and say, today's the day, I'm going to take some small steps towards what I really want. That's how, that's how everything happened for me.
0: Right. So as people look at you and you've got this successful music career and you're a speaker and you've got a book out, it, this isn't something that you just woke up and said, hey, I think I'll do that today. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> that is definitely not something I ever thought I would be doing. Uh, but, singing was far from something I wanted to be, so I'm surprised right. to be even here talking to you today. Because this is nothing that I ever dreamed of as I was growing up. This is a whole mm-hmm. life is just thrown this in my direction, and I'm just living it. So
0: you just take what comes, don't yep. you? Yep, I do. It's small incremental steps, and today is the day to do it. If not today, when? But really, what I, I mean, yesterday's gone, right? And it's never tomorrow. Have you noticed this, Eric? Right. Check your calendar. It's oh. today. <laughs> always.
1: That's the truth. That is the truth.
0: It's never tomorrow. So what what if we're putting off our happiness or our achievements or our goals till tomorrow? Right. And it never gets here. It's time time. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's the news flash from Eric and Dr. Paul today. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm sure lots of other people. Never tomorrow. But there's always something that you can do now. You you told your story in your book, and this is quite autobiographical, Mm -hmm. this Why Not Today book, uh, where you tell your story. And as I was reading this, Eric, first of all, I could relate to a lot of it. I grew up in a fairly rural part of Utah as well. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where if I got into trouble downtown, my parents would know before I got home because my uncle and aunt both witnessed it. You know, (laughs) I'm my own fourth cousin. Should we get into that too? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I don't know if I've revealed that on my show before. Can you
1: edit that out right
0: there? (laughs) (laughs) But it's true, actually. Uh, That's that's another story. That is funny. But I'm relating to this because we all have this history, this background where stuff happens. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think there's a bumper sticker that says that. Or something like I, yeah, it. stuff does happen to everybody. It happens, and it happens on a regular basis. But the the more interesting question becomes: Okay, what am I going to do with whatever life has handed me? Right. And you've got a subtitle that I'm really interested in too, and I want to to illuminate this as we get going because it's part of our conversation. Right. It says face your fears, mm-hmm. and my listeners all know that I'm a big fan of that. Right. And chase your dreams. Right. Our fears get in the way sometimes and have us not playing the game. Yeah, all the time. It was all the time for me. You told a story there about a a cruise. Yeah. And uh, a karaoke. Right. (laughs) Just share that briefly with our listeners, because here you are, a singer. You've got albums out. You've been to Nashville. And yeah. you've got an amazing voice. I love listening to your music. In fact, we'll play a little bit uh, during yeah. the break yeah. here for the, Thank you. for the listeners. It's but funny you because when I,
1: when I speak or when I sing in my shows, I will actually tell people, do you believe the fact that I didn't sing a note in my life until I was in my 20s? And my family didn't even know that I could sing. Yeah. And that's that's just that's the fact of it. I didn't want to be a singer. I never once said, you know what, someday I think I want to be a singer or someday I want to be in a band or that was nothing that I wanted to be a police officer or a wildlife conservation officer or a veterinarian or. Yeah, something made more sense. Yeah, I never wanted this. This is not what I wanted. And I uh, my brother could sing. He was in a band. And my mom could sing. And my sister was a a drama teacher in high school. She could sing and act and do all this stuff. But I just wasn't that guy. I didn't have the talents. I didn't have any talents. And I remember writing in my journal at one point saying, I wished I had talents because I don't have anything. You know, I just didn't have any talents back then. I just felt like such a, like everything had passed me by. And it was one of those times in my life where I was having a pretty rough year. My grandfather passed away and, and, uh. You know, life was just happening to all of us and mm-hmm. me, especially. And I, which is all in the book at that point, but I, mm-hmm. I won this free cruise. I won it on the radio, which I got really lucky. And I, I was the caller, the ninth caller in nine minutes and eight seconds. And I won this cruise. I'd never been on a cruise, I'd never traveled yeah. much at that point. And I was so excited to go. I took my brother with me and we flew out to go on the Mexican Riviera, Mexican Baja, Mexico cruise. I think it was like a three or four day cruise. Oh, nice. It was on September 10th, 2001 that we, we chose to sail out of Los Angeles. Oh boy. And obviously the next day we woke up and everything was in turmoil. The country was under attack on September 11th. We, uh, we started to get off the boat and we could see the TV screens with all the towers being attacked and, and no, nobody knew what was happening down in Mexico. We didn't have all these cell phone connections at the time where we could, mm-hmm. at that point. And as we uh, got on our bus to go to the Ensenada blowhole, they took us up the road a bit, turned us around, and said they needed us to leave the country because Mexico didn't want us there. And there was rumors that cruise wow. ships could be the next targets. Los Angeles was under attack. New York was under attack. Everything was completely messed up down there we were hearing rumors of things and so they sent us out international waters they quarantined us on the top deck they flew in the coast guard and they searched room by room by room with bomb sniffing dogs to check for bombs on our boat and while we were sitting up there i mean this was a panic moment for everybody i mean talk Mm -hmm. about fears and being scared we literally thought maybe this was the time we would not get home this This is it it. your number's up our number's up our boat's gonna go up in flames any minute yeah we saw them hauling people off of our boat on the helicopters. Talk about fears there. I mean, we saw them taking people off of our boats. Wow! And we didn't know. Oh man, maybe they didn't find the bomb. I mean, we were just talking about all these things that was what could happen. And my brother said, "Boy, maybe there's something you ne- you always wanted to do that you never got that chance to do." And I said, "Well, I always thought maybe I could sing." You know, my mom used to tell me, hey, you can sing, or when I would whistle, she'd say, you can whistle on key, you can whistle on tune, you, you can probably sing. Uh-huh. And I would say, I am not singing in front of anybody, I'm not speaking in front of anybody, this is, this is my biggest fear, that's how, what I always said. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, I guess desperation and fear of not making it home, I said yes, I will try karaoke. And I did stand up and sing a song called The Dance by Garth Brooks. And I stood there oh, wow. shaking, and I was holding the microphone. I remember my hands just doing, you can't see it on the camera, but you I was just, just shaking so hard. And I looked at the TV, and in my book, I included a picture of me just staring at that TV. And at the end of the song, I looked down, and I thought, wow, I finished the whole song without dying, without passing out. Not yet. <laughs> I did it. I got done. And, and a lady came up to me, and she was emotional, obviously because of the day and, and everything, but she gave me a hug, and she said, you need to go home and become a singer. And I, I did just that.
0: Wow. Hold on. (laughs) This was 2001. Yes. And that's the first time you sang publicly. Yes. And you only did it because you're going to die anyway. You know, I had friends that were going to a karaoke club and I
1: had had known about it. I'd gone with them. I'd watched them sing, you know. and, and, And after that, I started going with them and doing, like, group songs and just trying to build up my confidence. And then I started to... Yeah. pick a few songs that i could sing and that next year i really started working on this karaoke confidence maybe five six people watching talk about nerve-wracking that was so crazy for me oh wow! and that's how i started to build my confidence it was literally at a place called the honolulu grill a little hawaiian restaurant in town they had it was a tiny tiny restaurant
0: mm-hmm. and they
1: had karaoke on fridays and saturday nights and we would go in and do karaoke and that's how i started building my confidence as a singer
0: wow so when you talk about face your fears and chase your dreams, you're talking from your experience. My
1: experience, like I, I always wished, I would have tried that sooner. I I always thought maybe I could sing. Mm-hmm. I was just scared to do it. I was afraid to stand. I know when I would go to like a church thing and they would ask me, "Hey, can you get up and make an announcement for an activity?" I couldn't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. I would
1: just literally have this panic attack, and I would drip sweat everywhere, and I would my heart would beat. I couldn't talk, I couldn't get up there, I would pay people to stand up there and announce for me at five dollars. So they so I didn't have to stand just up on. So that.
0: you didn't have to do it. Yeah, I I just couldn't do it. So Eric, as we go into this break, let's give people a chance to hear what we're talking about. Because you've got an amazing voice and you've got this great sound. Let's play some of that for our for our listeners as we go into this break. And then when we come back, let's get back into that story. we will right, be right mate. back, folks. Hey, Live On Purpose Radio listeners. The fact that you're listening to this show probably means that you're a fan of personal development. Your personal development library should include copies of both of my books, Pathological Positivity and the pocket-sized companion, Portable Positivity. There's a .com for both titles so you can share these books with others. I also have a special offer just for listeners of the show. Go to drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R for Live On Purpose Radio. I'll send you signed copies of both for a special discounted rate. That's drpauljenkins.com forward slash L-O-P-R.
2: I've been waiting for just the right moment To start living The life of my dreams I was hoping Some magical moment would come rescue me But it hit me today There's no better time to begin This day I've been given It's my day to start living, so I... wrong places for the courage to follow my dreams. But I finally discovered the power lies inside of me. I could spend my life waiting for something to show me the way. till I
0: Cool, Eric.
1: So that's the song we were talking about. Yeah, that's Why Not Today right there. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the song.
0: That's Why Not Today. Yeah. Folks, as you, as you listen to that and as you listen to my conversation here with Eric today, consider for just a moment some of the areas in your own life where you're feeling that fear or that insecurity or that lack of confidence, because Eric, you were there. Yeah. You were yeah. there, and had you stayed stuck there, we wouldn't have been able to hear what we just heard.
1: I hate to think about what would have happened if I would have stayed stuck there. That, that wasn't a good time for me in my life, so I'm I'm really glad that I was able to face that fear.
0: And it, people who get into your book will see that it's not just about facing your fears about music. Right. There was a history of bullying. You've had right. problems with your weight. There have right. been many traumatic losses in terms of people dying that were important to you. All common experiences. Can I just say that? Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, not and, special and, and many people all. have worse. Yeah. But what do we do when life beats us up a little bit? You've got a message for that. Right. That's what you're telling people. Right. We, we have a
1: choice. We have a choice to make, and it's, it's a hard choice, but we do. And I, and I have people all the time saying, well, that's not true. Sometimes it's so bad you can't make that choice but I, you can make that choice you you really have no choice but to make that choice and to make it you know give up or fight that's 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 what i say you either fight or you give up that's the only choice you have
0: mm-hmm. if that's always your choice why not take why it on. Not? why not today I'm, I'm still thinking about that cruise ship eric yeah and how in your mind this could be it right this could be my last day I'm not even on yeah. earth, I'm on water. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and
1: and people think, boy, he just came home and he just became the singer, but it wasn't like that. And, and it wasn't anything like that. And you don't even read that in the book, because the book is not about my journey as a, as a musician. And I did have another book out about that, mm-hmm. which sort of helped this book come to life, because a few of the mm-hmm. stories in my book about being a musician was the weight, was the uh, bullying, and mm-hmm. things like that. And people said, hey, we want to hear those stories. And that's where this came from. Mm-hmm. But but that did, that's not how it happened. I went home and I worked on the confidence, like I said. And I started to try to find a voice teacher. And and I found one and it didn't work out. And I went to another one and it didn't work out. And everything just went from one to the other to, you know, at one point I'm paying well over $1,000 a month in voice lessons. And mm. and it's still not working out. And and nothing is easy. Nothing worked easy for me. And, and that's the thing. I could have gave up a mm. million times. And I didn't. And I'm not. And I'm here today. And I'm still not even close to giving up. It's just one of those things. You decide something and just go for it.
0: You know, I think a really helpful concept here. You spoke to this earlier, Eric, where you talked about what is that next step? You know, the little thing that you can do today toward what it, whatever your dream is. Right. And it may seem insignificant, but your choice to grab that karaoke mic and stare at that monitor don't make eye contact with anybody. <laughs> I didn't, right? <laughs> but your choice to do that—that that little step—yeah—created cre- the, the kinds of results that we listened
1: to during the break today. It changed my life. Well, and if you go back even further, I made a phone call into a radio station. Most of the time, people say, "I'm never going to win. I'm not even going to try." What if I didn't call right. to win? What if I wasn't listening to the radio that day? Mm-hmm. But you know, there's so many things going back, way back. You know, maybe had I not lost the weight that I talk about before that, maybe I wouldn't have had any confidence. I, mean, I never would have stood up in front of people if, that, if I was still self-conscious about that. There's so many things that, that factor into this whole why not today. It's not just singing. It's not just it's you got to list what you really want out of life. Do you want to be healthy? Do you want to have financial freedom? Do you want to be debt free? And, yeah. and I know I've been reading your book, which I love, by the way. Mm. And you've got a lot of things in there like that. And you talk about the feeling. And yes. that's, what all, that's what this is about is what you talk about, the feeling. How do you want to feel at the end of the day? And, and I tell people, you know, how, how do you want to feel at the end? Basically, yeah, that's, what, that's what it's all about. Right. Why not, why not today feel better about yourself by helping other people feel better about themselves and face your fears and chase your I mean, there's so many elements to it. But your, your book's a great book, by the way. I just have to say that. And you, you have a lot of great things in there like that that I, that I really appreciate.
0: Well, we were chatting before the show about how we're teaching the same stuff that's right really you know and what a great example too eric because you don't have to go get a phd from the university to make a difference in people's lives in fact sometimes that messes you up well,
1: I definitely don't have that. And that's that's one of the things I like. Your book was very, you know, educated and, and facts related and things like that that I like to read, too. Mm-hmm. My book's just, like you said, more autobiography style, redneck. You know, I, I'm just <laughs> I'm not a, I'm a college dropout. Had to have a reading and writing tutor as a kid. And it's uh, just one of, I just had a story that needed to be shared. Yeah. And so it's just an easy read. And, and that's just how it is.
0: But there's different ways each of us can share our stories. You've got some dog tags around your neck. Yeah, and they're making a lot of noise. We Sorry can, about that. You can hear can them hear jingling. Jingle, but that, that's great because it calls attention to another aspect of this, Eric. Your choices have obviously transformed your life into something that is much more of what you wanted, even though you didn't know you wanted all this. Exactly. You're living a life that you can love and get engaged in, and, but it's not all about you. And those dog tags symbolize that for me. Can you just share what that's all about? I'm really, I'm really proud of these. I in 2005, after I did meet Fly
1: Lady that I mentioned, I uh, she started to promote my album, and where I said she has, she has followers and and people to listen to her in, in all the different countries and states. And my CD just went crazy. My website crashed. My albums went to 17 different countries, um, all 50 states. I mean, I could not keep up. It was an amazing experience for me. But what happened after that was even more amazing, and it was the friendships that I made with the people that bought my CDs. Mm-hmm. And I had a lady email me and tell me that my music had helped her through a really hard time, and that her son, and her name was Mary, by the way, and she lived in New York.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Her son, Nicholas, had passed away in a helicopter accident in Afghanistan. Oh. And she bought, she bought like a bunch of my CDs to give to her friends, and she said, would you please consider wearing his memorable dog tag sometime when you perform and talk about Nicholas. Mm-hmm. His name is Nicholas Sobey, and his mom's name is Mary. And I wear this, and I've worn it in pro- pretty much every single show since then. I mean, probably this has probably been in th- on thousands and thousands of people have seen it on stage, on camera. Mm-hmm. And I wear his dog tag, and I tell that story because he gave his life protecting us after that tragedy that got, turned me into a singer. And it's, it's gone full circle here. You know, I I was on a ship when we got attacked and he was fighting for my freedom while I was out singing and sharing my story. And I, I'm very proud to wear this. And I tell that story all the time when I sing my patriotic songs. And over the years, I picked up a couple more from people. I don't know the stories. They've just tossed them to me on stage when I've been telling that story, Mm -hmm. but I'm proud to wear Nicholas's and that, that's the one that started it. It makes a lot of noise when I'm doing interviews and on camera. But that's mm-hmm. something I'm very proud of, and, I'll, and I wear these all the time.
0: Well, that's a noise that reminds us that we're not alone. Yep. And that freedom is not free. It is not free. Uh, wow. You've made a difference for people because you faced your own fears. And yes, it improved your life, but that's the selfish part. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, there is a little
1: bit of that to it, and people always ask me that all the time. Oh, you must just love, love being out with all these people. You know, I'm sort of an introvert. I really am. People think, oh, oh yeah. he's got to be so outgoing and love all this attention. I don't like the attention that much. Mm-hmm. I don't like the gifts and the praise. And, and there's people I literally have to tell, I don't like praise. I don't like thank yous. I don't like gifts. I'm mm-hmm. just here because I have a message to share and I want to help people. And if it helps you in some way, that is enough for me. That's all I want out of this. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't want, I don't, yeah, it's there is a little bit of selfishness to it, but it's it's hard for me to accept all the 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 group things, you know, after you read what I've been through, I'm not used to that. I don't like it that
0: much. So Yeah. Well, when I say that's the selfish part, I mean, yeah, it benefits you. Right. But really, that's not what it's all about. No, not at all for me. As you get past your own fears, Eric, you make a difference for other people. And you can lift and inspire someone who's lost a son in Afghanistan.
1: Well, and and part of my story is I don't really even play guitar. You know, I get asked all the time, can you come play guitar? And I I say, look, I jumped into being a singer late in life. I didn't know how to write songs. I didn't know how to play guitar. I just decided I'm going to do this thing Mm -hmm. and I'm going to sing karaoke songs. And I stood in front of Diamond Rio and I sang karaoke tracks and I got made fun of. And I had phone calls called in against me. People saying you should never let a karaoke singer perform in a big concert like this. Mm -hmm. And. That's just part of my story. I did something that most people would not want to do. They would not dare to be a full-grown man dancing around on stage, singing karaoke songs in front of thousands of people. That's what you have to do to achieve the things you want to achieve. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen just because somebody handed it to you. You have to want it bad enough to be shameless about it. And that's what I've had to do for many years now.
0: And I'm not afraid to do that. Isn't it interesting, Eric? As you listen back to the recording of this, you're going to hear yourself saying things that people had told you for years, and here you are in a different place. It's actually true. The (laughs) principles that we've been taught are true, and that's why you and I are teaching the same things, because these principles are universal. It's not like Dr. Paul owns them or Eric Dodge (laughs) owns these principles. We're just tuning in. We're the messengers. Yeah, messengers, messengers, yep. And as we're humble enough to accept that there are some principles out there that can change my life, and there are people who have already tried it who are telling me, yeah, this is how it works. And and get past our pride. You know, I talk in my book about the special case syndrome. Yeah. You know, where we all believe that we're a special case, and somehow right. through our own staggering brilliance, we can come up with the answer it's not about that.
1: I love that where you were talking about the money situations when you were driving mm-hmm. and you just had that realization. And that, there's so many people that are in those types of situations where they they just don't want to face the reality that hey, this is a problem that I can fix. And, I, and that was what I loved about your, that mm-hmm. part of your book as well because there's a lot of people that can relate to that. That's special case syndrome where you know they have a some sort of a big problem that nobody knows about, and right. you know why not today start taking steps like we said earlier to fix that, to change that. You can change it. We can all change it.
0: And today's probably the best time to do that. Right this minute, right now. It's the only one that's available to us. Let's take this (laughs) one. It is. It's today. It's your chance. That's beautiful. Powerful message, Eric Dodge. Thank you. You're doing some good work in this world. How can people connect with you? Let's give them a way to, to find you.
1: Well, I, my website's ericdodge.com, and you can find me on every social media places I didn't even know I was. You know, I'm. I think I'm even on Pinterest. I don't know, but everything's on Eric Dodge Music. It's under my Facebook, my my Twitter, my LinkedIn, everything, LinkedIn, and I, you know. And also, there's a, I think there's a Why Not Today st- site that's starting up on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter as well. But that's oh, nice. that's still in the works now. Um, but ericdodge.com will get you all that stuff. Eric so.
0: Dodge with an with an E R I C. D-O-D-G-E, Eric Dodge. Just like the truck. Just like the truck in the country music scene. Oh, wait, that's you. (laughs) And I drive a Dodge. Everybody says, do you drive a Dodge? Yes, I do. Yes, he does. (laughs) And he wears the hat. (laughs) So awesome. Folks, go listen to Eric's music, but also listen to his message. It's powerful. The book, Why Not Today, by our friend Eric Dodge. It'll open up some new possibilities for you. That's awesome. Eric, anything else you want to say as we're signing off today? I just want to say thank you for
1: having me. This is really great, and it's been fun to get to know you and all the other people I've got to meet through this journey. And uh, your book is great. Like I said, I've got it right here in front of me, and I've been reading awesome. it as well. And uh, thank you for that that book. But you've shared your messages to try to help people as well, and you are making a difference,
0: obviously. So. I don't have to tell you that. So thanks for having me on here to be part of this. Thank you, Eric. And everybody, it's your turn now. Let's go make a difference in this world. Spread the message of positivity. Spread the message of why not today. Face your fears. Chase your dreams. This has been Eric Dodge with Dr. Paul at Live On Purpose Radio. Everybody, go out and live on purpose.